good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever the time it is for you, the time now is for the Aspen Weight CBGS podcast. I'd like to welcome you again, and in this next episode, I'm again with Mr. Weight. He's here, he's ready to give you the best business advice that you can lay your hands on. Or you could lay your ears on, I should say. So, hello, Mr. Wade. How are we today? Have you had a lovely week? How's it been? <laughs> well, Armstrong, Armstrong has... Uh, sorry, good, good morning, good afternoon. Bonsoir, bon everything, bon dimanche, bon, bon marché. Hello, bon marché is a very nice phrase, I think. Ah, bon. Um, anyway, I'd just like to tell the listeners that Armstrong has reached a new personal depth of achievement this morning. He is now officially a quarter wit. <laughs> Not only did I not have milk for then, your tea. Yes, <laughs> didn't have any milk, and then he picked up my cup. It was very disturbing. I anyway. nearly laid mouth on cup. Anyway, I've had a very, very busy week, Armstrong. Oh, okay. Very, very busy. I suppose one shouldn't complain, you know. When you're nearly the best, you get asked a lot of things, you mm. know. And mm. um, One thing I have to say, I became to Wales so much, I've started to get a bit of a bit of even more dementia, and I'm particularly I've... <laughs> started singing the green green grass of home over and over and over again and in fact I was so worried about this I went to see my doctor and he said ah it's not often we see you Mr. Wade I said ah doctor I'm very worried I'm going to Wales a lot and I keep singing the green green grass of home is this common and he said it's not unusual <laughs> oh, oh, I talked her after my own heart, Mr. Wade. <laughs> so, yes. Seems like a nice fellow. Uh, no. May I also just um, mention on how suave you look today in yes. this nice new tweed Thank suit you. that you Thank have? You. I hope, hope it doesn't mean that you're in any way fancying me or anything. But well, uh, I know you're aroused <laughs> enough for the podcast. So. <laughs> yes. Um, yes, I am here today in my brand new suit, which is very gentlemanly. I am mm, very, very often wear a three-piece, because <laughs> I am uh, chairing a meeting with some solicitors in Taunton this afternoon. <coughs> and uh, you know what solicitors are like, you know. Uh, I must get in my, my solicitor's joke at this point, and then we can talk business. Uh, what's the difference between a solicitor and an accountant? Ha ha, do you know what we are? An accountant knows that he's boring. <laughs> <laughs> You better not say that in the meeting today. I better not. That would be a bit of a bit of a bit of a girl, wouldn't it? Well, this week's been very busy for us. Um, we're doing some some lots of sterling work uh, for the High Court, where um, I'm an expert witness. So um, one of the things Aspen Weight is brilliant at, particularly my chum, uh, my best chum, Monica Stukova, better than Marks and Spencers, as I like to call her, M and S. You see, ah, ah good. <laughs> Well, I met her, I said, I'm going to make you bigger than Marks and Spencer's took over. She's got a name like a jet and a talent like a roaring comet. Whoa. Oh, well, that was good, wasn't it? Like, yeah, that I was made that up. good. Yeah. over. you owe me some royalties for that. <laughs> anyway, Monica's in charge of our corporate finance department in London, and she's an absolute whiz. So she's very good at helping me to do complex assignments, and she's uh, a wonderful financial modeler. So, um, yes... Um, of course, um, we're lumbering on in Brexit land, Armstrong. Oh, yes. Uh, very painful progress. Mm. Prime Minister says 95% complete now, so God knows what happens when it's 100%. It looked like a house in Derby Road or something. <laughs> God knows. Oh, dear. Yes. Yes, what can one say? Um, and, of course, next week, um, Mr. Curry was quite keen for me to cover the budget today with my thoughts, but I, it's probably more my worries, to be honest with you, Armstrong. Ah, okay. so. 
Uh, budget's actually on Monday next week. What a very strange day to have a budget. Mm. So um, I'm, I'm a little bit worried that this government's a bit... Um, has lost touch with um, business, to be honest with you, so I'm quite worried mm. uh, myself. Uh, some You're of the... a little afraid that they may take away... Well, the entrepreneurship. entrepreneur's relief in yeah, particular is yes. a bit of a worry for yes. me. Um, so I, I think at the moment they should be stimulating the economy, not doing anything else other than of that. Of course. Well, I thought today we, you, could, you could give your expert opinion and advice on, on starting a business. Where, where we would start? So I have an idea. At the idea. very beginning. At the very, very beginning. To start. Have you not seen the film? So what would you what would you say is the very beginning of starting a business? Probably being born, old chap. Ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> If you're not born, it makes things very difficult. Everything becomes uphill from there, doesn't it? Okay, okay. <laughs> Got you there, Armstrong. You bloody well did. Physical existence is quite important, <laughs> I would suggest. Well, you know, it's a it's a vast subject, and um, I would urge I would urge all our listeners worldwide, uh, all 723.68 of you, <laughs> to read my book called Raising the Bar, ah. uh, which is a very honest account of my own. Uh, journey. Yeah. 25 years in the making, nah, as, as, yeah. as Armstrong liked to call it. Rather good, actually, I thought. Uh-huh. Uh, so, uh, uh, one of the main purposes of my book is to be very honest and uh, to, to save you listeners some of the pain I've had to go through and hopefully not repeat my mistakes. So, it seems obvious. So, what's, what's, what's uh, the things you really need to get buttoned down before you start? And, of course, this is very, very important because... Very, very, very few businesses survive very long. Mm-hmm. So only something like 35% of businesses survive three years on strong. And in fact, you know, my business having survived 25 years, only 7% of businesses survive... 7%? 20... That's quite a staggering, That's isn't it? That's astounding. That some fool like me could manage to go for 25 years. <laughs> 14 times less foolish than the average fool. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good, eh? So anyway, so very, very, very important. So... I think the most important word possibly in business ever is planning. Planning. Uh, so you have to plan. Um, people on the hill uh, don't plan enough, uh, and there's no surprise that they fail. So mm. if you're a shop and you don't have enough stock or don't have the right types of stock, uh, don't have the right systems, well, then how can you possibly hope to succeed? Mm. So I think businesses start with an idea. doesn't matter whether... Uh, you're a musician like yourself, an accountant like myself, or I'm supposed to be, of course, mm-hmm. selling apples or mackerel. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you need to, you need to have something that people want. Uh, so that's the second thing. So obviously there, there there has to be a market for your product or your service. Doing a bit of research first obviously helps you. You think that there's a demand for what you're trying to sell or whatever. That's very important, and that's why a business plan is so important. We can obviously help with that, with our mm. years of experience. Mm. Uh, and the plan needs to be financial and operational, and you need to consider every aspect of your business, uh, and that's inward and outward-facing. So or the people you need to work with, who your customers are, who your suppliers are. Um, and also, I think, um, creating um, some USPs, some unique selling points, so what makes you special? You know, why would someone buy from you rather than some other halfwit? <laughs> Probably twice as less a halfwit as you are. Uh, but um, uh, joking apart, ha-ha. Um, yes, so planning, very, very important. Um, absolutely, uh, I think, and, and, and also um, one, thing, one, one thing you should never underestimate is, uh, is hard work. So um, having your own business is incredibly hard work and mm. you need to be 
totally uh, committed to a lifetime really of uh, of of twenty four seven. I think never really quite switching off. Obviously, relaxation is also very important. But uh, you need to live and breathe it. Live, yes, you, 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 and because because one of the one of the key attributes I think of being an entrepreneur is is actually grasping opportunities when they're there. You see things mm. other things don't. In my case, mostly when I've had too much to drink, but uh, <laughs> I used to see UFOs all the time. That's, <laughs> that's, that's another story. Funny enough, I was talking to my friend Talbot yesterday, and you know, I was worried that I was seeing some strange alien thing. Oh, okay. Yes, I, in fact, you'll have him as a guest and ask him about the experience. Because ah, I was okay. going, Talbot, I'm looking to my Who mate. is this Talbot? Talbot is... A very fine chap. He's ah, he's he's um he's uh, very likely to be one of my successors. He's such a fine chap. Um, uh, he used to be the financial director of one of our clients in Wales, and uh, is now uh, uh, one of one of the top three executives in Aspen Weight, actually. Ah, excellent. So he's a jolly good fellow, and I was talking to him in layby, but not because I was doing anything layby no. anyway. Because <laughs> <laughs> why would what I be been a, doing hanging why, around in layby? Why would I be in a layby? <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't think. <laughs> That's just so I didn't get home before I finished talking. That was it. Uh, and uh, this very strange thing was going on in the sky. But anyway, that's that's not for today, is it? Uh, so I think the, the the people that you're surrounded by, the team that you build, that's also very important, as I've heard you say before. Ah, people are everything. Yeah, it's very good. That's good, Armstrong. Good, you're nearly up to a third bit. <laughs> Yes, I think uh, people people are everything in life, and I definitely have concluded after many years that uh, this is true. Uh, so uh, whether they be your staff or your customers or suppliers, these are all people. So um, people make the world go round. Well, actually, gravity does, and there's other forces like the sun. But uh, but people are a natural part of that. <laughs> people help. It actually would take quite a lot of people to be running on the spot to make the world go round. I can imagine. <laughs> But I'm not clever enough to work that out on strong. Nah. Yes, people are amazing. So I think um, you invest in people. Uh, it never ceases to amaze me, actually, how many business owners don't understand simple principles. Like, if your staff aren't motivated, then how, will, how are they going to work hard for you, you know? Mm. So I, I've always seen the sense of um, uh, having really good staff. And one of, the other, one of the other of Paul's maxims for business success is better to have less better people if you see what I mean it's very tempting to recruit sort of cheaper people ah I see you know, very tempting but mm. uh, for instance uh, in my opinion it would be better to say to have 12 40 grand people than 20 24 grand people do you see what I mean? see yes yes yeah, it's definitely definitely uh, a false economy and one works out very soon oh dear I shouldn't have done that I should have done the expensive person <laughs> but it does take a degree of wisdom and experience to come to that point um, so yes people uh, and also um, clearly um, in my case I don't need a great advisor although I do have some great advisors being my coach and my financial advisor Mr Forte who does lots of things other than ride donkeys and, <laughs> and make ice creams uh, so, uh, but uh, as a, as a business person, it is really important you get great advice. Great advice. So, a great accountant, uh, a great bank manager, or well, there is such a thing. A uh, great lawyer and a great financial advisor, but accountants in particular. Mm. Surround yourself with the things that you need to succeed. And another thing, Paul, that um, that I that, that I've heard you say before is brand is very important. Could you speak a little bit more on that? Yes, I think um, uh, branding. So, if we look at the great brands in, uh, in the world, probably things like um, 
uh, I would imagine probably Coca-Cola would be ah, yes. possibly the biggest brand in the world. I wonder where they got their name from. Coca-Cola. Hmm. hmm. Probably someone who'd been smoking so and they shouldn't have done that. <laughs> it's a rather a stupid name, but it seems to... Actually, I think it was Coca Leaves used to be in... Um, ah! In, in... Coco! Yes. Coco, 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 Coco. Yeah, some Peruvian pygmy yes. probably came up with a name. Pops, there. <laughs> uh, you know, think names like Levi Strauss and um, Virgin come to mind. Um, so, uh, with a brand, I think a brand... Uh, obviously creates a focus for the market. So if you build a successful brand, say uh, a supermarket, different supermarkets stand for different things, don't they, Armstrong? Mm. You know, to some extent, you know what to expect when you walk in different branded supermarkets. So uh, the Aspen Weight brand, uh, as I was saying last week, uh, I wanted to come up with a corporate name that sort of stood out there as, you know, something that... Uh, all sizes of business would be happy to be serviced by, and I think uh, Aspen Waiters turned out to be a very good brand. Of course, now we have sub brands or, or strap lines such as the CBGS, uh, which again is a, is, is a way of uh, distinguishing because what, what you basically are trying to do in the marketplace is to uh, distinguish yourself from your competition. So um, differentiation is the word. So you're, differentiation. Yes, so that's a very good one. It is um, something that I'm renowned for is called disrupting the market, ah. market disruption. Uh, so that's going. Is that about. a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> well, I suppose uh, it's not always a good thing, but in, I like to think in my case it's a very good thing. Ah, excellent. So accountants traditionally are considered to be rather dull and not very exciting. So uh, what we've tried to do is to take a fresh look at how things are done. Be creative with it. Being disrupting is... In fact, um, something I must tell the listeners, because I do occasionally have bouts of humility, which don't last very long, I have to say. <laughs> um, it's true to say that about five years ago, I didn't even know what market disruption was. I thought it was something like like the Seven Bridge being closed. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was very disrupting. If, it, if that happened, you have to go all the way past Church Seven. God, there's a Gloucester. Yeah, people have six toes. <laughs> sorry, sorry. If anyone's from Gloucester, we love you really. Because you're very, very brave people, especially the glorious Gloucesters. But anyway, that's another, <laughs> for another day. So, disruption. Oh dear, I'm going to sneeze Armstrong. What happens if I do a long Oh my life? God. Oh, oh my God. Hold it in. Hold it in. British spirits. <laughs> Think of something else. Oh no, not that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, know, sneezing I, know, everywhere. I, should, I know I should have thought of that. Oh, no, I think I've got it. I've controlled oh, it. Well. I'm strong. I'm glad. I'm glad. I've, you look a bit red, but uh, that's okay. Well, so what do you look like? I've controlled it. Anyway, disruption. Um, so now it's a word I'm very proud to be associated with. In fact, um, uh, our, our really, really radical disruption is going to be the setting up of our own R&D centre, which is one of uh-huh. the podcasts. But, uh, yeah, so... Uh, Anything, anything you can do, uh, budding entrepreneurs or, or indeed people who have, have businesses, uh, to make yourself stand out from the crowd is a jolly good thing. And I suppose we'll talk about things like funding. Mm. So you need to have a financial model and a good financial model and uh, appropriate funding uh, and have a financial plan. So do a budget, uh, etc. Because this is a vast subject. Um, what Armstrong and I would like to do for you, little listeners of ours, who we cherish dearly, all 738.62857 of you, uh-huh. uh, we, will, we will probably, if you would like us to, 
And we would love to well, love to have your views, actually, as to what you think about Waiter Armstrong's little sessions mm. and anything you'd like us to talk about or anything you'd like to observe. Mm. But we will, we, would, we will also produce little fact sheets, perhaps. Ah, that's a great idea. Isn't it? It's a bloody awesome yes. idea. Everything you want to know about running a business without mm. having to listen to Waitie's jokes. would <laughs> <laughs> rather get in the way of success, I suppose. <laughs> One thing that Bounder Coe asked you and I to talk about today was um, to talk about some of the things we get involved in outside of business, for instance. Uh, so uh, a football club that we are very proud to be associated with is Haybridge Swifts. Uh, my good chum and business partner, Gary White, is the chairman of Haybridge Swifts. Uh, Gary himself lives in Essex, which is why we sponsor a team it's based in Essex. Oh, mm-hmm. Who would have thought it? <laughs> I know some of the teams... On oh, their fabulous cup run last year, when they were playing teams across the West, like Dorchester and Exeter City. Ah. They were rather staggered. Aspen Waite was sponsoring them. What were they doing, Bridgewater? Sponsoring the Haybridge Swifts. But uh, there we are, it's because of Gary White. Gary White. Very fine chap. Uh, and actually, last year. Sorry, I think your tea affected my, my movement. I didn't my put anything in there. digestive system there, so I'm sorry if that came over on the airwaves. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, the Haybridge Swiss last year, I think they played more games than any other club in Great Britain. Uh, fabulous, uh, fabulous team. Uh, I basically went along with sponsoring Haybridge Swift just to keep Gary happy, to be honest. <laughs> but um, they ended up in the in the first round of the FA Cup, and there we were, an extra city with the great Steve Buckinshaw and Steve Perryman. It was marvellous. Uh, what a great team! I feel very, very proud of them. Had a bit of an indifferent start to the season. Uh, uh, at one point, uh, they were in the lower, lower, lower reaches of the league. But uh, three successive wins have seen them bounce back up to fifth place. Excellent. Jolly, fantastic. This week, our club has signed a new defender called Luke Wilson from uh, Coggis Hill Town. And of course, we have a new manager uh, who is very dear to me, being the son of Alan Dix. Mm-hmm. When I was a young boy, one of my father's friends was a Bristol City season ticket holder. I would occasionally take me to watch Bristol City play. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, every time I watched, they lost. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I hope you haven't brought that luck to the Haywood Swifts. There. <laughs> so, Julian Dix, you may remember the name Dix. Yeah, it's a bit of an interesting name, isn't it? Julian mm. Dix, but Alan doesn't. Oh, that was a good joke. He was a very oh, robust defender for West Ham United, but has had a very good start to his Haybridge Swifts career. So, Excellent. Uh, with the Swifts not being distracted by cup duties this year, having been knocked out of both the FA Cup and the FA Trophy, ah. I hope they can concentrate on promotion. So, come on the Swifts! Rawr! Come on the Swifts! And they're actually playing in Felix, playing Felixstone Walton United at the Aspen Waite Arena on Saturday 27th of October at 3pm. Isn't that amazing that a club would name their grounds after us that is amazing well, the Aspen Weight Arena the Aspen Weight Arena and we would like to say if you if you would like to subscribe to this podcast uh, visit www.aspenweight.co.uk forward slash podcast and we're going to play you out this week with another tune from John O. This one is called Family by The Interrupters. It features Tim Armstrong, who may or may not be a relative of mine. (laughs) (laughs) I got a mother named 